Good morning, everybody. It's Reggie here again on a very wet and windy Surrey morning. Uh, Today's the 1st of November. Yesterday was Halloween. We are living through uh, very, very strange times. You may be able to hear the rain there in the background. Um, so there you go. <laughs> I'm giving it to you in 3D here. Um, so we're going to be talking about part two today in our series of B2B marketing to help all you CMOs, all you marketing directors, and all you marketing enthusiasts do your marketing better, build your brand, engage in conversation, and ultimately win new business and achieve the objectives of whatever they are. I'm sure you know what they are. If you're not, give me a call and I'll help you define them. But it's all about adapting to change in this very, very adapt, uh, you know, in this very changing landscape uh, that we live in. So without further ado, today's topic is going to be about demand generation and how we create demand and how that plays against what a lot of B2B companies are doing, which is lead generation. Now, again, to coin the famous words of Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, if you've not heard of him, do look him up. It's all. It's never about one thing or the other. It's never either or. It should be something that complements whatever you're doing. And it should be measured and therefore you can make an assessment over a period of time as to what's working and what's not. So demand generation and lead generation, there is a big debate about what's going on out there, but there is one thing is clear. If you've looked at the figures that were released recently from Meta, which is the owner of Facebook, if you've looked at the figures from Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Netflix, all of them, let's leave Netflix aside, you can see that those businesses that rely on advertising and ad models are declining. And the most worrying uh, result was the one from Google because it relies very, very heavily on its search business and the search business Google Ads is really taking a pounding at the moment. There have been revenue outflows from Google into other areas. What are those other areas? Well, we'll look at those uh, in a bit more detail. But the most, the, the most thing I want to focus on here is about lead generation. Let, let's look at what, what the two different things are. Lead generation is where you would use normally paid advertising across some of the networks that I mentioned, which is Google Ads, Instagram Ads, Facebook Ads. LinkedIn ads, etc., and run advertising, generate leads, talk to those leads, nurture those leads, convert those leads, get a sale. That is happening, but it's happening less and less, as reflected in the figures I mentioned. What is happening, however, is a rise in demand generation, which is the topic for today. So what is demand generation? Demand generation is primarily a series of processes that actually help you generate, as the name suggests, customers looking at your products and services as opposed to you 
forcing, to use a, a very strong term, or trying to get those potential customers to click on your advertising. This is where they discover more about your product, more about your service. They read about what you do. They assess what you do, in most cases very passively. In most cases, you will not even know that they're engaging with you. And in many cases, they will actually contact you for information and they will never have been on your contact list or your prospect list. So this is demand generation. It is something that's been happening, well, it's been happening since time immemorial, but it's beginning to happen a hell of a lot more. And it sits very firmly. We should never put boxes in here, but it, but it helps sometimes to do that. If you've got one side, which is push, which is the advertising, the other side is pull. And this is very much on the pull and brand side. Demand generation is also not overtly measurable, but there are, and I'll go into that a little bit more when we start talking about things like dark social and various other things, but it is a very, very important arsenal, sorry, important tool in your arsenal. And it's something that's that's definitely worth exploring. So demand generation is really centered around brand, is centered around content and creating content content that will actually be engaging enough for your potential customers to read, download and engage with. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about posts on things like LinkedIn, both long and short form content. We're talking about video on YouTube and on LinkedIn and on Instagram and on Facebook. All of these are organic things. The other big part is the thing that I'm doing now, which is a podcast. Podcasts, though there are a thousand or a gazillion podcasts out there, they are passive, which is one of the uh, one of the things that demand gen uh, or demand generation is very, very good with, is that it allows customers to engage with you without them having to know who you are. So you are potentially listening to this podcast, dear listener, and I will have no idea who you are. I'll know which country you came from. I may even know which city you came from. And if you're kind enough, you may send me an email and you may send me a note. But other than that, I am producing something that you will find useful, hopefully, and something that you will come back to and get a picture of who I am more and more. And that's what it's all about. It's about, if you think of something enjoyable on, say, for example, Netflix, you watch one series, you enjoy it, or one episode, you come back for the second one because you found the first one interesting. It's exactly the same in business. So when did demand generation suddenly become very popular? Well, it all started in the pandemic. Surprise, surprise. So in the pandemic, um, everything changed. The way B2B buyers engage with customers, the messaging they engage with and things that put them off, the way they evaluate products, the way they do everything has totally changed. The sad thing is many companies, especially in the tech, SaaS, software, you know, everything from cybersecurity through to 
you know, any type of software, they are still using some very, very old-fashioned techniques where they are piling and doing email outreach to lots and lots of people. Not saying that that doesn't work. Of course it works. But why would a B2B buyer part with a hard-earned cash with a cold email unless they're in that very, very moment looking to buy? 95% of the uh, push lead generation you are doing is wasted because 95% of people aren't ready to buy. Or if I was being kind, I'd use the 80-20. And that is a fact. That is a, that in time and memoriam, that has always been the case. But if you could reach those 20% that are looking to evaluate or that 90, 80% who are evaluating an interest in your product, when they are ready to buy, they will shortlist your company and they will approach your company. And this has been borne out by LinkedIn data and various other data that I will share with you and share some links to. So the state of sales report by LinkedIn last year and early this year talked about B2B buyers buying products and services somewhere in the region of up to $500,000 without even contacting sales, without even contacting the company, but reaching out to the company Yes, not the company reaching out to them, but reaching out to the company and saying, I'm really interested in your product. I'm really interested in your software. Can you arrange a demo? We're very keen to see it. And to the company, they come from nowhere. But what that company has been doing has been watching that, that company on LinkedIn, on all its social channels, on its website, reading its blogs, looking at its videos on YouTube, looking at the demos, reading its case studies, reading some of the white papers, all of that stuff, and they have built up a picture. Many, many years ago, I remember about seven years ago, Google wrote that 62% of B2B buyers have already made their mind up of who they are going to shortlist, or even in most cases, who they want to buy. And they've made that mind up before that company's even contacted them. And that company may never contact them. So they know who they want, they've evaluated it, and they've done a lot of due diligence, and that's what it's all about. If you look at all the touch points and can create content that those potential customers of yours will find and use the right positioning, this whole scenario will happen for you and for your business. I will do a deeper blog post about some of the areas in demand generation and how it can complement what you're doing with, with lead generation. I always try and keep things to 10 minutes. I've gone well over that, probably waffling on about the weather, uh, a very British thing to do. But I will wrap this up. I hope you find it uh, of use. If you want to know more about demand generation and about content, and about how customers can find you, do reach out to me but hopefully you found this useful. That's me. I'm done. Ciao. Have a great day. Bye-bye.